You are listening to Yoga Boss, episode 210. Welcome to the Yoga Boss podcast. Do you feel like you were meant to have a successful career in the yoga industry? Like you got into this industry to truly help your students, but you're struggling to actually make money? Or you know that marketing your business is essential, but don't know how to make it intentional and effective for you. Maybe you have already had some success, but you're ready to scale to multiple six figures. Building a profitable yoga business is less complicated and easier than you know. It takes business strategy and a yoga boss mindset. When you are ready to work on your business instead of in it, this is the podcast for you. Now your host, Jackie Murphy, the business coach just for yoga teachers. Oh, my friends, welcome to the Yoga Boss Podcast. I am Jackie Murphy. How are you doing? Like, how is February going for you? How is 2024 going for you? I hope it's really amazing. Let me just tell you guys, I am so excited. Next week is the very first in-person business retreat that I have ever led. And I've been spending all of my time prepping for it and getting it ready and really just planning to make it magical. This retreat is for the members inside of the Grow Mastermind, and they're going to come and spend two days by the beach. We are going to do yoga, of course, and they are going to walk away with a new student funnel completely automated, meaning they're going to have an automated way to bring in new leads to their business and then also have their new member funnel automated. So the leads that they do bring in, the sales message that needs to go out to every single lead is set up and goes out so they can convert those leads. I cannot tell you as I'm planning this, I'm like, this is amazing. Like this is two days tucked away with experts. You've got me. We have a media team coming in. We have a Facebook ad professional coming in. They're going to leave with photos and videos they can use for their ads and their emails written and set up. And I'm like, oh my God, can I do this too? Can I have this too? I am so excited for the members of the Grow Mastermind. If you are following over on the business of yoga, you're going to see a little sneak peek of this and you can kind of watch it as we have some content revealed um, throughout next week. I am so excited to bring you guys that. If you are a yoga business owner and your business is doing consistent like 8K, 10K months and you're looking at how do I go to 30K, 40K, 50K months, the Grow Mastermind is for you and there are only four spots open. So if you're interested in being a part of the next in-person retreat of getting your own sales system set up and automated, making sure that you have new leads coming in, that you're converting at a higher rate. At this level in business, your tiny tweaks are going to be the difference between you making six figures and seven figures. You are going to learn that like moving your conversion from being 4% on your sales page to 5% on your sales page is actually what makes the biggest difference. It may not seem like a big thing, but at this level in business, it will be the thing that totally changes everything because when you have the traffic driving to your page and you change that conversion rate just by 1%, you change your revenue by a lot. So if you're interested in the Grow Mastermind, join us. We'd love to have you. Today, I wanted to record an episode about the objection. I 
will do this on my own. And this objection is something that I know you all get. And a lot of times it's coming from the idea that like I will just do yoga on YouTube or meditate on YouTube for free and I'll do this on my own and I don't need to pay for yoga. I definitely don't need to pay for private yoga or buy a membership, etc. But it also the same objection comes up in every single industry. So a few weekends ago, I was with other six and seven figure coaches and we were having this conversation in the car of like, what do you guys do? How do you handle the objection? Like, I'm going to go do this on my own. And we all had a different little take on it, but I wanted to share the way that I would handle this objection so that you can really start to think about using this in your business. Now, let me just first say, when I say handle the objection, it's kind of like a business term. I am not at all saying push someone into buying, force them to be a yes, convince them to spend money. Not at all. What I see as an objection is a thought that is in their way of them achieving the result that they want to have. And so when I'm saying handling the objection, I really just mean holding space for them to see that they're just having a thought that's holding them back. That's all. Holding space for them to really see the thought that they're thinking and what that would create for them and how it would be and look at if they didn't have that thought, if they chose a different thought, what that would create for them and how it would be. Okay, so I'm not forcing, pushing, convincing any of that salesy stuff that nobody wants to do. I'm really just talking about how to be in conversation when your potential students have thoughts that are getting in the way of them saying yes to themselves because we all do. It is your student's job to bring the doubts, to bring the fear, to bring the uncertainty. They want you to help them become certain. Whether they're certain that it's a yes or a no, they want you to help them become certain. So sometimes the doubt or objection that people will bring up is, I will just go and do this on my own. And I think the first thing that I would do in this situation is kind of make sure that they know you are on the same team as them. So you want to deflate any sort of like... Um, confrontational vibes or argumentative vibes. You want to just agree with them. Like, yeah, you can absolutely do this on your own. You know, everything in this life, this is Marie Forleo's phrase, is figureoutable. Like, you could figure out how to do open heart surgery on your own. It might take you a long time. It might cost you a lot of money. It might cost you some lives, but you could eventually figure it out. Everything is figure outable. So you don't want to argue with the person in front of you and be like, no, like, no, 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 don't do it on your own. You just want to say, okay, I totally agree with you. I admit, like, technically, you can do this on your own because technically, can your yoga students go watch YouTube yoga videos online and do it on their own in their house? Totally. They can. Can they just learn a few poses and do the same practice every single day? Absolutely. Technically, they can do it on their own. Now, 
after you agree with them and you kind of deflate the scenario, the tension there, I want you to get really curious and I want you to help them understand the cost of doing it on their own. When I think about this, I think about the time and the money that someone will spend trying to do it on their own and how much more expensive and time consuming it will be for them. So let me give you an example that's not yoga related so that you can see this. Now, if you have turned on HGTV anytime, I always watch it. It's what's on in the dentist's office, right? So when I'm in the dentist chair, I'm watching HGTV. I'm watching these people remodel a home on their own, right? They're like fixing up their house and they're tearing down their walls and they're arguing and bickering a little bit as a couple, but then it always works out and they always get to the other side, right? Technically, they did it on their own. I mean, there was a whole camera crew there, but technically they did it on their own. Did it cost them a lot of mental energy? Yes. They had to figure everything out, research everything, learn everything, go shopping, do the work. It cost them physical energy, like literally time that they could have been spending doing other things in their lives. They were spending pulling up floors or painting walls, etc. So it cost them mental energy, which is huge, physical energy, the money, right, of the parts and the effort that they had to put into it. And potentially down the road, money if they didn't do it well, if they have to make repairs, if they have to change things, if they have to go back in and do it again. That is the cost of a home reno on your own. Now, I understand up front the cost of having a professional come in to do the job may seem more expensive, but in the long run, it is going to save you time and you are going to get a job well done. So I want you to think about communicating this to your yoga students, right? If they say, I'm going to go do this on my own and you say, okay, I just want you to be really aware of what that could cost you and how much time that may take for you. Like if you're trying to piece together a yoga sequence, you could probably do that. You might have to learn some poses or read a book or watch a few YouTube videos, but you, then you have to practice the sequence. And then when you've done something incorrectly and you start to have an injury or something hurts, you have to learn about like what went wrong and how to rehab it and what to tweak and how to do it exactly right for your body. That's what you're not going to learn from YouTube. And that is what a professional would teach you. Or let's say that you want to go out there and you want to become stronger with yoga, like physically stronger. You're going to have to research research what type of yoga to do, how often yoga, how often to do it. You're going to have to push yourself, hold yourself accountable, keep learning, making sure that you know how to change things up when you start to get stronger and you need the next variation of that. You're spending all of this mental energy learning. All of your physical energy trying to teach yourself and offer, you know, variations or adjustments or really helping yourself learn how to do it the right way. And it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you a lot of time, but it may also cost you literally an injury. So you have to show your students that like, yeah, you can do it on your own if you want to. Technically, you totally can. But the benefit of having a professional by your side from the get-go is that it's going to save you so much time. 
You're going to get to your result that you want faster because I know how to tailor yoga to get you there. And also we're going to keep you safe and so that you're doing what's going to work for your body and your mind and your schedule. And at the same time, I'm going to hold you accountable. Like that alone is worth it. So I want you to think about communicating that to your people. And the third piece of really working with this objection is a question. You can ask someone based on what we've talked about, like based on all the things I've told you about my program and how it works and how I help people get this result and you want to do it on your own, what would be the first thing that you would go implement on your own? And the reason that I want to know that is exactly like how long that will take you to help you give the right kind of expectation and to help, you know, point out some obstacles that you may run into. You want to help them make sure that they actually can go do it on their own. And if they really want to go do it on their own, they can. But just make sure they're set up and aware of what that is truly going to look like. So for me, when I help yoga business owners grow their businesses, they can do that on their own. Like you can go study and read books and go get an MBA and spend a decade learning everything that I've learned. Or you can hire a business coach, get all of my experience, all of my expertise, skip the decade that I spent and learn from there right? So I really want everyone to know that this objection is not out of the blue. It's not you. It's not unique, really. We all kind of get this objection at some point in time. And the thing that I want you to help their people see is that learning about yoga, learning about how to do something is not the same as actually having the skill to go do it on your own. Learning about surfing, reading a book about surfing is so different than actually being in the water, being able to catch a wave, let alone ride a wave, let alone master riding a wave, right? So showing your people that learning about yoga, watching a YouTube video about yoga is not the same thing as really getting proprioception in your body and understanding mindfulness in your body and having someone there to actually help you master what it is you say you want to learn will expedite the process, help you get faster results, save you time, and save you money. Yes, the upfront crock, oh my gosh, yes, the upfront cost may be different, but isn't it worth it when you look at it like that? All right, my friends, do not be afraid to talk through this objection with your people, share with them, help them handle it. And I wanna invite you into the Business of Yoga course where I teach you how to have a sales conversation and go through talking through different objections so that you can handle no matter what people throw your way, you know how to handle it. I'll talk to you in the next episode.